listening to the Ladylike Podcast. Ladylike is the show where funny women tell disgusting stories. I'm your host, Jenna Gephardt. Our live story is from Deanna Ortiz, and Deanna talked about getting an abscess on somewhere a little private. I won't spoil the surprise. Uh, and about uh, struggling to give a stool sample. This week, I talked with Arushi Agni, and um, Arushi is a uh, comic and writer and performer living in New York, so this one's on the phone, baby. Uh, Arushi told me about the time she got her period and diarrhea while flying back from India. Here's Arushi Agni. which is the last time before this trip that I went to India. Um, so last time I went to India in like 2016, I got diarrhea really bad. I was in bed for basically the whole day, sexing from the toilet with a hot built mix guy from Bumble. So all the things I would have let him do to my body if I was allowed to travel alone in India, which I'm not. Oh, wait, um, really? Yeah, my family is, like, super overprotective, and they all have, like, very bad anxiety because of their, like, intergenerational trauma, and they, like, get really nervous when I go to, like, the train station by myself or, like, the airport by myself. They're always like, don't, like, go with anybody. If someone wants to take you somewhere, don't go with them. And I'm like, I am, like, a literal adult, but, yeah, so... (laughs) Yeah, I, like, was not able at any point to consummate this, like, textual love affair. Um, But then, like, I literally couldn't because I was, like, about to have one of the worst shits of my life. Um, So, cut to, I'm on the plane, sitting in the middle seat next to my mom and some random man. And I'm, like, coming back to the United States. And so I don't know if you've been on an international flight before, but they're, like, packed to the brim, and there's, like, sets of three instead of, like, sets of two on either side of the plane. It's, like, sets of three. Yeah. Um, so I fall asleep right after watching Zootopia and just before watching the live-action version of Jungle Book over my mom's shoulder, <laughs> and I wake up, and I'm in a puddle of something. <laughs> I don't know what. I don't know what this puddle is. And I just cough so loud. Bringing, <coughs> Sorry. They're bringing our Indian-style in-flight meals. <coughs> so you keep making me laugh, and I keep like hacking phlegm. <laughs> okay, oh, keep going. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> every every and turn has surprised me. <laughs> as the air major hands me my poorly reheated paneer and a dry croissant. I realized quickly that I'm in a puddle of my own blood, and worse, I have to shit really bad. (laughs) And so my mom's sitting next to this dude, and like, by the grace of God, he switched places with his more attractive spouse, and um, so I was like, maybe I'll assess the damage, and I am like wearing these white leggings. Oh, wow. Because they're the only pants that my mom approved for this flight. And that there's just, like, a red 
river of deep shame. Oh, my God. Okay, I have a question about this. Do you own... I was thinking about this the other day. Like, I would never buy white pants because I... Oh, my God. The other cat is scratching at the door to get in. I cannot escape these little monsters. Um, Aww. Literally banging at the door. The conversation. Oh, my God. I have to let... They're going to fight if I open the... Ugh. Anyways... Wait, do you have more than one pair of white... I literally never bought a pair of white bands because I, like, don't trust myself enough to do that. I don't know why I was wearing white... No, okay, it's like they were white patterned leggings. Oh, okay. They were mostly black, but they were, like, white enough to be, like, yeah. dangerous. And I thought I could live on the edge, but then, of course, I was, like, wearing those exact pants when this, like, horrible thing happened When to the me. shit hit the fan. I, like, literally... I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm not buying underwear that aren't black anymore. What's the point? You know? No, there is no point. <laughs> it's like, it's it's holding myself to a standard I cannot reach. Like, <laughs> Every um, pair of underwear I have is absolutely disgusting. And it just depends on how well it's concealed. And if you keep them long enough, I've noticed that I will actually blow the crotch right out of them. <laughs> Like, yeah, like the little holes, like trying to keep Yes. <laughs> or I like pull them up to my over my belly button enough times that like they start like the structural integrity. <laughs> they don't. They build them shitty gone. on purpose so that we buy more. Yeah, it's true. Or like you just buy more when you don't want to do laundry. That's also. I, I just do. did that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's they're hard, all the wrong size. New York. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, there's just, like, no in-unit laundry anywhere. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, what a dream that would be. <laughs> that's a goal in my in my adult life is to have laundry in my apartment, but I don't see it happening anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, what the um, thing about everybody, like, that's, like, back home where we grew up that, like, owns a washer and dryer? Like, they just buy one, you know? I feel like there's like something about like like there is like an underlying low-grade anxiety that comes from like never knowing like when my clothes will be clean or dirty like yeah or just like knowing that like if I get covered in mud instead of like just throwing my like actually this is like sort of relevant but like if I like shit my pants in my sleep I can't just like <laughs> throw my pants Does like that happen to you? washing machine I have to, like, put them in a plastic bag and, to, like, save them <laughs> for when I go to the laundromat. Bury them in a <laughs> hole. <laughs> yeah. Wait, do you, sh- do you shit your pants in your sleep? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that it's happened to You me. said that like it's normal. <laughs> I'm just saying that if it happens to me. Okay. I mean, spoiler alert, it has happened to me, but... Only one. And I was really sick. I was really sick. But the luxury, the luxury of like having a machine I could just throw it into and pretend yeah. like it never happened was like, yeah. That would be nice. I'll never like not think about that day. And I also will still own those shorts. <laughs> By the grace of God, I, um, yeah, I'll put my clothes in the, in the, I go to the laundromat, I'll put my clothes in, they'll come out dirtier than when I put them in, because, like, some, also, something black was in there. they're, 
secretly taking my clothes and I just don't notice it because like I mean not like them not the laundromat people but just like at any given time like they could just get lost or like oh yeah you know what I mean like I because I drop off my laundry and I don't think anyone's taking the clothes but I feel like what if something like fell on the ground like one time I got my laundry back and there was like a shirt that I'd never seen before so I like gave it to someone to use as a jizz rag but my god you know like the disrespect literally don't know if there are clothes of mine that have gone to that same purpose yeah it's a crapshoot and there's literally yeah. shit there oh my god this just i got distracted but today at work i cleaned liquid shit off the toilet and Ew. not the inside of the toilet somebody saw me going into the bathroom somebody i work with was like wait why are you using paper towels i'm like it's on the outside of the fucking toilet like i can't imagine i just that person must have been so sick like sprayed shit onto the toilet. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, and it was really slow because everybody's gone. I think for the Thanksgiving weekend, so I also made like ninety dollars and also and cleaned up liquid shit today. And I oh, won't mention God. the restaurant I work at. I guess <laughs> probably not very good press. That's terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't think it was the food that did it to them. <laughs> they clearly were up in ill for a while. If they're able to diarrhea in that <laughs> fashion, but anyways, okay, back to what you were saying. So you're yeah, they have other problems, probably <laughs> structural. Yeah, they're they're they got one foot in the grave. Um, I hope they do if they leave a mess like that. Um, okay, but anyways, okay, so you woke up in a, your puddle. Yeah, I woke up in a puddle, and my pants were white. And to make matters worse, I sneezed three times upon waking up <laughs> because I have plain allergies, I guess. <laughs> okay. And so the meal was just beginning when I wake up. I just wake up right at the beginning of the meal. So I can't go anywhere. I'm trapped <laughs> because, like, literally everybody's tray table is occupied by, like, a bunch of, like, mediocre microwave meals. <laughs> So I look over at my mom, and I'm like, okay, I'll let her wait. And I let her eat her whole meal in blissful ignorance. (laughs) And I couldn't really feed myself, so I just made, like, a pile of my food and tried to make it take up as little room as possible. And as soon as my mom decided, like, to sew her yogurt for later, I decided to, like, check out the damage. And it was, like, the chunkiest Bloody Mary. Oh, God. Like, it was, like, one of those make-your-own DIY Bloody Mary bar Bloody Marys. (laughs) Like, you know, like, where you, like, you pay two more dollars and they don't make your Bloody Mary. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just, like, everywhere. It was soaking through my white leggings, like, through my pillow. Oh, not the pillow. pillow, And through the seat cushion, which doubles as a flotation device. (laughs) So if the plane went down, you would have been really embarrassed. <laughs> and then, yeah, and I sort of felt like if, I, if the plane was going to go down, I would just let myself die. Like, <laughs> um, so, like, at this point, I'm sneezing in fear. So I decided to come clean <laughs> to my mom about it. And I'm like, Mom, I made a mess. <laughs> and she's like, did you pee? And I'm like... 
No! Oh my god! Like, I'm offended. <laughs> like, did you go potty? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, apparently that's normal food as shit in your sleep. <laughs> and then she's like, then what? And I'm like, period, son. Like, period, but. Like, what, what do you think? And she's like, oh, okay, do you not have a tampon? And I'm like, obviously not. <laughs> And she's like, okay, all right, here's what we do. Um, at this point, the lady next to us is enjoying her second luxurious cup of coffee, <laughs> and we're stuck where we are. So my mom waits till the coast is clear and politely asks the lady to get up so she can go to the bathroom. For some reason, abandoning me, leaving her little tray table of food between me and the still oblivious woman. At which point, I sneeze four times knock over coffee onto the arm of the person in front of me. <laughs> and the lady next to me, not knowing how disgusting I am, hands me her napkin in good faith because she saw me sneeze. And I immediately handed it to the person I spilled on, who still hasn't noticed that I spilled on them, who says thank you and then just coughs into the napkin. <laughs> and meanwhile, I let out a huge snot bubble that burst, like, all over my hands. So then I rubbed it into the, like, red... <laughs> airplane pillow and then like I asked the lady next to me if I can go to the bathroom (laughs) so I go to the bathroom after doing like an upside down limbo with my mom's tray table and then um, I cover up my three Raja covered ass with this purple sweater (laughs) and I just like let like just for a moment I let all the judgmental looks from like the Indian men and women on the plane like bathe me and I feel kind of good in this moment because they have no idea like they think they're judging my messy hair and my too tight shirt and they just don't understand like there's just like I don't know like ketchup all over my ass like I don't know and so I go to the bathroom and I try to clean it up and it's just like pretty much all congealed and then I end up having diarrhea into the toilet and then shoving what was oh, the entire toilet paper roll into my pussy. <laughs> so then I um, I sat in this mess for nine hours longer. Oh my god. I know. And it's depressing because I know this probably isn't even like the dampest I've ever been for nine hours. <laughs> um, but we get into Toronto and I'm covering my ass through immigration, customs, etc. Then we finally sit down and my mom finds extra underwear that she apparently carries with her everywhere. <laughs> That's some mom behavior. Yeah, she has like a Mary Poppins bag and it just like has all this you know, all these emergency items. My roommate used to keep a full extra outfit in the trunk of his car. That's so smart. In case he spilled oh. something and he would try to make it an outfit similar to the one he was wearing. Uh... He said it's, it's, he said it's in case he spilled, in, but I also think he might be a, a full serial killer, so. Wait, who, is this someone I know? It's David. Oh, David's a serial killer. He also okay, keeps packets of tuna in his backpack because he gets hungry. <laughs> oh, I, okay, I, I, I actually really appreciate that because it's also <laughs> like, it's kind of like rustic or it's, it's vintage it's like bomb shelter food <laughs> like, yeah it is like a granola bar but like yeah. a can or something is so much it's like fucking it's evergreen. tuna and like a few nuts it's like totally bomb shelter <laughs> like 
He will kill. Yeah. He, if he hasn't yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm, well, I'm in his like, room right honestly, now. Honestly, I don't think that... Like, I feel like you're, like, close enough to be safe. Yeah, you think... Yeah, it's like when, like, Ted Bundy had a wife or whatever. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, he probably, like, thought about killing me, but he's like, eh, it'd be too obvious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it was, like, totally... Like, the thing is, like, you have to, like, keep your work and your home life separate. Yeah, too. that's true. So, like, he... Yeah, I'm paying part like, of the rent. In the house. Like, that would just yeah. mess up his whole, like... If he killed me, he'd have to get a new... Get a new Wi-Fi, like, account and everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be a real pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so my mom was like, she has a carry-on that's just like full of sconces and my grandmother's china. And she's like, I don't think I have pants because she only uses like her most useless clothing to pack in her carry-on. But I did find... <laughs> only under... It's full of underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like underwear, china, underwear, china. <laughs> um, but I did find one pant solution and it was like a skin tight pair of sheer green leggings that are supposed to be worn underneath an Indian dress. So you're not, like, no one's supposed to ever see them. <laughs> and that would have been fine, but it just happens that the one and only shirt I was wearing was exactly the same color. <laughs> which was all of green. So I looked like a fat Peter Pan with a granny line. And I imagine if anyone saw me, they would have thought I was, like, one of those olives with a red pimento tunnel running through it. <laughs> because there was, like, literally a red tunnel running through me. <laughs> but the best part is that I actually looked kind of good. So, I, whatever. <laughs> I was killing the look. You were in Canada uh, anyways. What do they know? Okay, at our live show, we put out slips of paper for the audience to write down their own disgusting ladylike story. Um, and these are some of these stories, and but I have to read them all because this is over the phone, which is weird for... It's uncomfortable for me to do all... But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. okay. This guy I would hook up with uh, would never eat me out. When I finally got him to, I ended up spotting. He didn't notice. The second time he did it, I gave him chlamydia. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> That's like perfect revenge for someone not eating you out. I know. What, what kind of bullshit is that? I feel like, okay, for a while, I would, I never met someone that wouldn't eat me out. And lately, a ton of them, I, I'm like, I don't know, like, I don't know if it's, they're just like, just haven't a few times. I don't, it's, I think it's so rude. No, I think it's incredibly rude, especially there was one time I was with this guy and he wanted me to go down on him and like, he like, you know like how it's like audacious to ask somebody that, but like, he did it anyway even though like... Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, he should have been more apologetic about this whole situation, but he was like will you like go down on me? And I did even though I didn't want to because I was like you act so nicely. And then... Literally, I was like, okay, so my turn. And he, like, he was like, I'm so sorry. I can't. And I was like. What? Um, you can't? Like, 
And then later he like contacted me for a second date and I was like not about it because I was very irritated by this situation. And then he was like super pushy about it and he was like, how come you don't want to see me again? And then I was like, honestly, because you asked me to go down on me and then you didn't go down on me back. That's ridiculous. What a double standard. Do you think that I'm like subservient to you that I should like go down on you and like you know like and I brought up all this like feminist bullshit and that's been a long like, text message <laughs> and then he was like I'm so sorry that was my own issues it's just that like I'm not emotionally available to do an act like that oh my like, god right I was like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> that's like one time a guy said to me he's like he's like I don't know it's kind of intimate I was like, oh, inter- it wasn't intimate when I was blowing you. Wow, wow. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, Fucking exactly. loser. Like, how is that? Like, you're so, like, not in touch emotionally. But, like... Maybe, maybe they think it's more intimate because, like, it's, like, more on the inside and dick is on the outside, like a doorknob. Yeah, I know. It's, like, <laughs> I might start crying from my vagina in the middle. And that's, yeah, that's so gross. Psychotic. Men are so gross. Like, they literally, like, attribute emotions to my genitalia, like, versus <laughs> their own. When literally their genitalia is the stuff, I'm, and when I say men, I, I should, like, when I'm talking about cis men, but, like, it's like theirs is, like, the one that's the more temperamental one, I want to say. Yeah. Like, it's, it's always the one that's, like, making a bigger fuss. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. <laughs> God damn it. These fucking cats are killing me. Literally the one cat. Stop sneezing. Oh my god. Now the cat's sneezing for attention. Are you oh serious? my god. I love that. Literally. Sneezing for attention is my MO. <laughs> I had a sneeze attack this morning at breakfast and all my housemates were like really worried. <laughs> oh, bless me. <laughs> um, Literally the one cat was outside scratching. I'm sure everyone could hear it. Scratching and scratching to get in. I finally let her in so she'd calm down, and she immediately attacked the other one, bonking into the... I'm, I can't... Ugh. Anyways. Oh, no. <sighs> okay. Well, um... Okay, all right. I'm going to read another one. Okay, all right. Um, okay. I... This one's short and sweet. I... Th- nope, shit. I already read that one. Okay. Um... I dated a guy who was in denial about having a, a mouse infestation and chronic masturbator who never cleaned after himself. I shit you not, there was mountains of gum tissue. Ugh. Ooh. I wonder if that's what the mice were making their nests out of. <laughs> was that you or was that her who said that? What? Oh, that was B that said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, the mice were making their nests in the jizz house. Actually, Jizz is, like, very... Nutritious? <laughs> like, is that what you're going to say? look from my partner. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, what are you talking about? Um, no, I... Jizz is, like, very healthy. So that is perhaps why there were so many mice. Yeah, they you know? had an unlimited protein source. <laughs> yeah. Yummy. I mean, it makes you stronger. <laughs> but, um... Wait, so she just wanted to tell, oh, because it was gross. I yeah. feel like this is more a story about him being gross than yeah. her being gross. And I feel like the, the story of your show is that, like, ladies are gross, too. 
You know, I'll take any nasty story. I like them all, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're all pretty. That was a pretty gross story. I appreciated it. Um, there was, like, a sort of um, poetry to it with the jizz napkins. Well, and the sure. sort of the whimsical imagery of the mice, I think, also. Mentioning them carrying off the little tissues. <laughs> oh, they carried off the little tissues? That's cute. Oh, not yeah, necessarily, like but... It seems like a good ecosystem, like a symbiotic relationship. Yeah. Um, okay, ready? I have one more. I was seven years old in the backseat of the car with my ten-year-old brother. We were driving home from my uncle's house who lives in another state at the halfway mark. I'm already so worried. I know. Oh, my God. (laughs) The tension's building. Um... At the halfway mark, I told my parents I needed to use the bathroom. We were too far from a bathroom exit, so my mom told me to take off my winter jacket and poop inside. What? (laughs) I still cringe when I see the jacket in pictures. I wonder if my brother remembers sitting next to it. Okay, I'm sorry, but, like, they couldn't stop the car for long enough for their small child to to pull even just pull over and do it outside like a bear i would make more sense yeah like put your like jeans around your ankles and squat like (laughs) i'm what kind of i'm sorry i don't want to offend your audience members who were like so vulnerable with us to share but like i'm like a little bit worried about this parenting mode like (laughs) it's suggesting that like you have to ruin your jacket if you have to poop. It also, you know, it opens up a whole can of worms because if you're shitting in the jacket in the car, where else, you know, where else might you be shitting in the future? Yeah, and like, I mean, jackets are like, maybe, okay, okay, maybe she was like, she's about to grow out of this jacket. So yeah. So we might as well just like... <laughs> Let's get one more use. Yeah. And like, use it as a milestone. Like, <laughs> I don't know, that's just... Maybe I can't even. Did they wash the jacket? Like I hope they the got rid of the jacket. I I wouldn't want to wear it again. <laughs> um, yeah, that's like so emotionally, scar- I don't even know how. Like, is there no wasted? Like, um, oh, in defense of the parents, I, here's my theory: is that maybe they had like a ton of kids, and they're like. If we stop for one kid to take a dump, we gotta stop for all the kids. We'll never get where we're going. So then it was like, then it was like she, it was like a shit the oh jacket I mean, <laughs> kind of road trip. To take dumps. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's like a human right. Oh Jesus Christ, that's terrible. This is like bringing me back memories of like times when my parents were like, go outside and squat, and like I only had to be in those scenarios, but it was still like. Scarring. Wait, in you Madison, know, like, Wisconsin, I, they made you go yeah, squat outside? No, they didn't make me. It was like a long car ride scenario, but I oh, never okay. could. My dad was like, why don't you just squat? And I'd be like, I can't. And also, it's like sexist of you for you to suggest this. <laughs> I like it. It really, it, uh, I don't know. It I, uh, makes me feel alive to piss outside. I do it in no, Chicago. it's actually very, like, good for your pelvic floor muscles to squat when you go to the bathroom and women actually have problems with incontinence when they get older because their muscles fall out of use because like they don't squat as much and they're also not having sex as much anyway interesting fact so i'm going to be squatting outside till the day i die starting now (laughs) um indian people 
often use squat toilets. And my aunt told me that she had never seen a an English-style toilet. So it's basically just a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. It's a squat toilet, and then you squat over it, and you can, like, poop and pee. And I used one this past trip, and it was, like, a mo- Like, I... Oh, my God, it was terrible. But I did <laughs> okay, it... Okay, I could definitely pee. pee over it. I'm not sure I would have, like, the leg muscles to no. shit into it. <laughs> I definitely did not shit into Someone would have to hold my I, hand. I don't know. There's no confirmed instance of like I like I really don't believe that I could but my mom (laughs) has done it like hundreds of thousands of times because like when she was growing up that's all they had at their school and like my aunt told me that she didn't see an English style toilet like the one that we use all the time Mm -hmm. like until she was 17 like she literally had never seen one (laughs) until she was 17 and I just like I don't know it's just like amazing to me that all these people did this thing that literally impossible the balance like, alone like yeah the thighs of steel it's truly an impressive feat <laughs> our live story is from deanna ortiz deanna is a chicago comic and she has a podcast called crushes which you should check out on itunes this was recorded in october of 2019 here's deanna ortiz insurance, uh, which is a bummer, because that's not what I asked for. (laughs) I asked for cash. I didn't get that either. The last month that I was on my parents' insurance, I went to the doctor every single day. I'm like, drain it all, replace it with plastic. I don't need it anymore. Always. I went to the ER three times in one month. That's a lot of times to go. Um, You know, I wasn't even doing anything. I was just saying goodbye to the MRI machine. Just getting x-rays of my bones, just in case I might need one one day, you know? I go to the doctor a lot. I love the doctor. The doctors don't love me. Uh, doctors love to misdiagnose me. It's kind of this, like, give-and-take relationship. Bad boyfriend. They are. I keep going back just because they have pills. <laughs> That's a very specific boyfriend, you know? This is a long time ago. I uh, woke up one day, and I started having this, like, really bad pain. Like, right around here, you know? We know, ladies. Yeah. And I was like, wow, maybe she just fucked so good. Oh, man, I'm punished for it. Who knows? I went to a bunch of doctors, and they were all like, you're a dirty little slut. And I was like, okay, fine. Uh, couldn't get an answer. Couldn't get an answer. Couldn't lie down. Couldn't stand up. Couldn't walk. Couldn't do anything. And I was like, this is just my curse, you know, having that. I finally went to a female doctor, which is cool. Um, she, she got it. Turns out there was an abscess. Yeah, on my clit. Oh. It's like a lot of pain next to a lot of things that feels a lot of feelings, you know? So what she had to do, she had to slice and dice it, get all of that. Sorry that we had to start like this up top. Yeah, so you guys know who's like, I'm crying, I'm screaming, and then she goes, do you want to see the pus? And I was like, I'm a fucking girl. I do. I do. 
a silver dollar is. Maybe one or two. <laughs> I don't touch a lot of coins. It's kind of dirty. Um, so that's actually just a PSA for all the men in here to wash your fucking hands <laughs> before you touch my or anybody's body, truly. Yeah, that's why I'm, I'm going through a breakup. Was it related? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that, and also I woke up in the middle of the night and he had vomited all over my ass. <laughs> So who's winning? Who's losing? We don't know. Yeah. I say I think he only had one testicle because I didn't ask. <laughs> it was the, the feeling of hooking up with a guy who only has one testicle is like when you get Chinese food delivered and they only put one fortune cookie in the bag. You know? You're just kind of ratting around at the bottom like there's always another one. You know? Normally there's three or four. <laughs> What's going on here? I was kind of stuck. You know, what am I going to do? Ask the delivery driver? It's not his fault. He didn't count the cookies, you know? I'm going to call the restaurant. I'm already eating dinner. <laughs> it's fine. You guys kind of like that. That's cool. That's cool. That's cool. So now we're moving forward a little bit. I was starting to feel a different pain, but still a pain. And I was like, I don't want to go to the doctor again because they always misdiagnose me. They always do all the shit. I'm in doctors every day for a week. That's what I have to do when I have to go see a doctor. Um, but I ended up going to the ER because the internet told me that I was dying. So, <laughs> all right, well, I guess I'm already dead, so I might as well go have them confirm it for me. And I don't know what hospital I went to, but all the doctors were fucking hot. Oh, every single doctor was like Grey's Anatomy level. Button downs, no ties, chest hair popping out. I'm like, I'm not staying here. What are you talking about? This is insane. But I stayed. They did all their tests, and then Dr. Sexy comes back and he looks at me and he's like, You're constipated. I'm like, fuck you, you're constipated. How dare you? Um, yeah. Rose beige tarp, uh, but she still had her hoops in. You know, gotta always. You know, maybe they're single, looking for rings. <laughs> no, no, no. So he comes in and tells me that, and I'm just like, yeah, I never poop because I'm like actually kind of cute. <laughs> I never shit because I'm a lady. You know, that's <laughs> fun. So they gave me uh, medicine that didn't work, and now it just starts like my journey to take a shit. Uh, it's really fun, it's been a process and we're learning so much about our bodies together. <laughs> so I go back to the doctor in January this year and they're like, listen, we have to do more tests. We're gonna have to test your poop. Cool. <laughs> so they give me a little cup. And I go, go, go into the bathroom, put something in this cup. <laughs> and you guys can figure out what that is, you know? And I was like, the whole point that I'm here is that I can't put anything in a cup. <laughs> I can't do it on command. I definitely can't do it with the stress of knowing that you're all waiting outside. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, you can take it home, do it there, and then bring it back. <laughs> Taking a cup of shit on a road trip around Chicago. 
so I, uh, I just waited, and I waited, and then eventually when I was like, the time is now! We strike tonight! I went back to the hospital, and I was like, I'm here, and I'm ready to fill your cup. And so I'm like in, you know, the very sterile, very big, we love the spacious bathroom. <laughs> and I was like, it's just not happening. It's not happening for me. But I watch a lot of commercials, so I know about the Squatty Potty. And I was like, I, I know what I'm going to do. You guys know the Squatty Potty? Yeah. Okay, we love it. Okay, it's actually sponsored from the show. I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put this cup on the floor. Because there was nothing to, like, bring to me, you know? There was nothing to, like feet up. Also, I was like having to, you know, you, it's a lot of mechanics and water that you don't want to touch. Um, so I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the cup on the floor. <laughs> and I'm going to squat like my ancestors did before me. <laughs> okay? The right way. And all you guys are just spoiling my porcelain, I guess. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what a judgment. Uh, like, I'm just going to squat and pray that Phenomenal aim. <laughs> no, so I was like, I hope no one opens this fucking door to just see me squatting next to a real toilet. <laughs> I prefer to do it like I do it at home. <laughs> too much, too much for me. That like guy right there. Um, so I, I then cut to me, you know, with the lid trying to get everybody back in the cup. Um, we did it. We did it. They got what they needed, you know, the doctors, they don't care, but I do. <laughs> and then no, I was like, well, now everybody knows. Everybody in this office knows, and I was like, I'm an adult. I'm having health concerns. They gave me this, I can fill this, and I can move on with my life. They're gonna diagnose me with something, and I'm gonna be healthier and happier because of it. Yes, me. <laughs> this is the pep talk I'm giving myself in the mirror. I was like, don't cry. Uh, you can do it. Close that lid full of shit. put the sample on the counter and be like, hey ladies, have a nice day. <laughs> what I ended up doing. <laughs> so land I go, okay, bye! <laughs> there's a line of old men waiting to get their blood drawn, you know, it's like a communal thing. Everybody knows if you have the cup, it's full of shit. Has uh, <laughs> anybody in here ever got a colonic? Yeah! Okay, that's the level that I'm at right now. I need to get like, it's screened for my body professionally. <laughs> it's just that you go and there's always a hot person. Why they're always hot? Everybody that has to touch my body is fucking hot, but like in a medical way, not like a sexual way. It's a real bummer. <laughs> and she just like shoves your body full of water and then sucks it all back out, hoping that something will come out. It's actually really cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and not stressful at all. You know, I'm sweating because uh, she's just so pretty. But anyway, do it. Or not. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a believer in them, but we're going to take a hard left <laughs> while I wrap this set up with some actually structured stand-up. <laughs> um, I, I went to a strip club for the first time. Has anyone here ever been to a strip club? Yeah! I know? Okay, honey, go! You know? <laughs> My friends took me on my birthday because they thought I'd have a, a fun time. We went on a Sunday afternoon, which I don't think is the right time to go, right? We're walking in and like families are having brunch next door. Like, it feels wrong. It didn't feel good. 
and uh, we walk in, it was like an all-male strip club, and why penises are out before the sun goes down is a very real question that I have, you know? Even in when the sun goes out, maybe then we can come out to play, but I was just like, it's too much for me, I wasn't having a good time. So I was getting ready to leave, but I'm a waitress, okay, I work for tips. These guys are just working for tips, right? So I take a dollar out of my pocket, give it to a man standing on the bar, he takes my hand, he puts it in his pants. And he lets me touch his penis. Yeah. That would be like if you guys came to the restaurant that I work at and you gave me one dollar and then I took your hand and I let you touch my penis. That's exactly what it would be like. I gave him a dollar, right? I gave him one American dollar. What would he have done if I gave him twenty dollars, right? It's my husband. I don't know, I have a hard time saying the word penis into a microphone, but what it definitely felt like was a dead baby bird. He was like, hey, you want to touch my hard dick? This is like a walk around dick. Nothing special, honestly. Like, getting ready for work with this thing. It was like, at the bank, on the bus. wants me to do with it, I feel like I should give him a dollar, right? Maybe two dollars. I don't know, what's 20% on a hand job? I'm uh, not quite sure, that's fun. Uh, anybody in here ever have to buy a pregnancy test? Okay, couple woos, everybody in the back, just some good Christians, huh? Come to the gross comedy show, we love you for it. You guys ever buy a pregnancy test and take it in the bathroom of the drugstore that you bought it in? Homes, your roommates don't think you're a whore. <laughs> One or two people. As you ever take somebody home with you, and then instead of being a lady and asking them to leave, you just say, hey, let's go outside for a cigarette. And then you just lock the door. <laughs> okay, has anybody done that? You know? Get out of here. I gotta work tomorrow. As <laughs> you ever wake up in a stranger's apartment and just start taking stuff. <laughs> Hell yeah, whatever looks the most expensive, right? Honestly, I just have this silly little rule, you guys can take it with you, is every time you try and put something up my butt, I take something from your house. So, <laughs> I'm watching the Matthew Richards, and thank you guys so much, you know You've been listening to the Ladylike Podcast. I've been here with Arushi Agni. My name is Arushi Agni, and I'm a comedian in New York, and I, you can find me on all the social medias at Arushi, A-A-R-U-S-H-I, Fire, F-I-R-E, like the element. So that's Arushi Fire on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, etc. And, um, I mean, probably several dating apps. <laughs> and I run a show in Manhattan called A Slice of Funny, which is also on social media. I'm Jenna Gephardt, and this podcast has been produced by me.
If you'd like to check out our live show, it happens every third Monday of the month at Cafe Mustache in Logan Square. Our live show is produced by Carly Ballerini, Allison Dunn, Sarah Sherman, and myself. The theme song is performed by Natalie Grace Alford. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Ladylike Chicago, and to subscribe and rate this podcast, and we'll see you next week.